Give me a check, check, so I can see if you're check, check. One, two, three. It's great. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself. I can't afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Mike Siegel. And, uh,. That's right. I was just going to say, and joining me today is Mike Siegel. But no, he introduced See, now himself. Now you're repeating yourself. I know all you're, all su- you're supposed to introduce yourself, and you did it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm the one that's fucking up already. Yeah, already. Quick fuck. And swearing. Yep. I swore. I did the whole thing. I could start over, but I'm not going to. You swear more on, on your show than you do in real life. It's true. I do. Which should be the opposite. You know that, right? I should, I should swear like a uh, motherfucker in real life and then uh, not yeah, on the show. clean it up on the show. It's a, this show's explicit. Okay. It's, it's, it's explicit. Uh, <laughs> tell what I tell young comics. It's like, use it in the punchline and not in the setup. So I'm driving my fucking car. Yeah, Schmitty. <laughs> All right. Look, Mike's here. <laughs> Mike Siegel. I thank you. I uh, thank you. I thank Murray. I thank uh, Christy for always uh, driving here to the house. How many times has Christy done it? Once? She's been here twice. She has. Maybe once. Okay. Twice. Tw- once. Yeah. She came over for the barbecue after our show. Yeah. Once, yeah. but. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Thank me and Murray. Okay. Thanks, Mike and Murray, for always coming over to the Have house. you talked to any of the other uh, locals? Christine uh, Blackburn uh, or David Wilde? Christine Blackburn and David Wilde contributed uh, to tomorrow's episode. Well, we're recording on a Sunday. We're recording Sunday, November 1st. The episode that will drop tomorrow is a name check episode, and they contributed to that. Okay, but not in person. They didn't drive here. They did not drive here. No, I haven't. Um, I know Christine has a, a child, so right. I don't know if, if she wants to come over here or not, if she hears this and, and says, fuck yeah, there I go See? again. Uh, I did that on purpose. <laughs> and, uh, and I haven't asked David to uh, come to the house, but they're welcome. Might I say your your nails are looking uh, glamorous and that's, lovely today? That's um that was uh, Halloween yesterday. I was Alice. Is Co- it? I was Alice Cooper. <laughs> Is it? And Rita goes, "You should keep them like that all the time." I go, "Have you looked at me? I don't really look like a guy that has <laughs> the his black nails fingernail painted. polish. Yeah. I'm not a guy that can rock this, but I just didn't take it off yet." Did you post your Alice Cooper? Yeah. Would anybody younger than fifty know who you were? Kind of feel like he's a con- iconic, like Kisses. So maybe. Well, you could just say you're like a ghoul, you know. Yeah, I could be. Yeah, but or I could say I'm Alice Cooper. Yeah, I mean, but they don't know the. You know what I mean? I do feel that if kid, Alice who if kids know <laughs> if kids know a Kiss, they might know Alice Cooper. Okay, those waters are yours, by the way. Yeah, I just already had one. Oh, okay, fantastic. Um, how are you doing? I'm okay. This is your worst time of year when the sun goes down early. Oh, man. We just set the clocks back. It's awful. It's going to start getting dark at five. How depressing is it that? It might that's... be dark before we're done recording. <laughs> it's great. It's and 10 it's till like... one. It might be getting dark. So if that's you want to see your sunrise every night, what time do you got to head over there? Sunset, you mean? Sunset. That's right. Uh, well. Fucking sunset, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a, it's about a 10 minute walk to the beach from my house. So, But what time will it set? Now it's going to start setting at about 5.15, which is yeah. a drag. Because I can start getting up earlier now to, to make use of the day. Yeah. It's just a bummer. Hey, you got that extra hour of sleep. 
last night? Yeah. One <laughs> night it worked out. And I didn't do, did you do anything last night? It was Halloween itself. Did the kids do it? Rita's uh, a little old. I mean, what's the age where they stop They don't. Caring? They don't stop. Oh, really? They just keep going. Seriously. Well, she's not trick-or-treating or anything. She didn't last night, but had it been on, she would have. She would have? Yep. I don't know. She's kids are five foot nothing. I know, but when, I don't know. There comes an age when they're teenagers are going, come on, man. Well. You're just begging for candy like a, you know. Punk. Look, or if they I, if they put some effort into the concert, uh, they costume, do. That's they do. One thing. They do. Now here's what I'll tell you. I would rather have my 16 year old out having fun trick or treating and having fun and not causing mischief and not drinking and not doing a lot of stuff some high school kids could be doing. So I'll take trick or treating any day of the year. Well, let me tell you. You read that Kathy Valentine book that you gave me, <laughs> and as a you having a teenage daughter, it would scare the hell out of you. I mean, well, she had a single mom. So I just read the Kathy Valentine from the Bangles. Friend of the I show. Mean, Go-Go's. Go-Go's. Oh, my How God, dare you? That's horrible. God. Blasphemy. She, she mentions them a couple times in the book. They're friends. They didn't fight. They weren't. No, they didn't fight, but she, the Bangles were taken off right as the Go-Go's imploded. Yeah. So, and she wanted desperately to keep the Going. band together. Yeah, and she she's still like, does. why would you, why would we break up? We're doing yeah, what well. Are we doing, and guys? then as soon as they break up, the Bangles, they don't, it's like, why are they, they're on, they're on MTV now and we're not. Yeah, you know, so she never figured it out, but uh, yeah, oh my god, drinking and drugs, twelve years old, thirteen, no, no. single. I mean, she yeah. eventually had a daughter, and she goes, "I look at my fourteen-year-old daughter at the time, just like I can't believe the stuff I was doing back then." Like her, she was doing coke with her mom in the house, and like drug dealers hanging out in the house. And I've said this a million times: if when when the kids have been sick. If I go, if I try to give them like a cough medicine and a Tylenol, they're like, wait a minute, can these be taken together? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, are you sure? Read the, dad, read the directions. Like they're like, they're petrified of any uh, drugs or drinking. Like if Pilar and I have- And in college. I mean, surely, well, she's probably not telling you everything she sees, but it's it's like a tiny, it's a tiny school. It's really. I just don't think that they play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, I that's mean, a, that's a nerd fest. That's yes, a little tiny. Yeah, I just don't think they're. I went to a big state university, so we you could see everything there. Look, certainly if they wanted to drink, they could because they're on their yeah, own. Yeah, right, right. But it's just, you know, I I don't think it's a thing with kids. That's just not twenty one. Just turned twenty. Wow. They just both. Oh my God. They have October birthdays. They're sixteen and twenty. Wow. Yeah, read that uh, Kathy Valentine book. You know, <laughs> thank I'll God read- she's alive. The fact that she's alive or he made it, you know, she was only twenty one when she joined the Bengals. You know, they were also the Go Go's. Oh my God, the Go Go's. That's terrible. <laughs> you were only in your fifties when you couldn't remember. I can't things. remember everything, anything. <laughs> but anyway, it was a good read. It was a good read. You know, the fact that she's alive is is incredible. The fact that anyone on the wall is alive is incredible. I know. I know. You know. No, no, absolutely. But I like, I don't know. Although the Bengals didn't seem like a druggy band to me. No, they seemed they kind of skewered. Is that the word? Skewed, 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 yeah, skewered, yeah. skewed uh, more wholesome and, and clean cut. Doesn't mean they were. Did the guitarists have some issues. One of them did. Mm, Was it I don't one know. One of the Petersons. I don't know if they did. Yeah, maybe. Charlotte Caffey certainly did. Because wow. I also read Belinda's book, uh-huh. and she. You know, she was coking it up a lot. So they, they partied a ton. And, and Charlotte, you, and, and Charlotte like, did, uh, she was a heroin addict. So, yeah. And you but, know about the coke. Oh, yeah. You're the snowman. Oh, man. 
And I survived. Look at me. Alive. <laughs> yeah, you look good. You got some tan. You got some sun, actually. You're looking, you're looking good. Well, I might be leaving this week uh, for during you, the election. Where are you going? Uh, the election, you're going to, the results are going to be everywhere. You can't run, you can't get away from I'm it. I'm going to go, uh, well, I'm meeting friends next weekend in Phoenix. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of work my way out and go see friends in Joshua Tree and mm-hmm. Palm Springs on the way and drive now, have out. You, have you had a COVID test yet? Yeah. How I many? I did when I got back from uh, the last trip. Um, yeah. So you asked me about Rita. Um, Rita went to a sleepover last night. Oh. But they all, everyone, all the, the four girls had to have a COVID test. And the house where they stayed, the parents and the sister all had COVID tests too. And then you have to—that's like the new—that's like the new thing. Then you, then you, you have to text them your, your, uh, your results. You know, negative. I miss the old days when we got herpes tests. Remember those days? <laughs> that was good stuff. <laughs> Speaking of old days, I was going through my new, my latest cleaning thing. I'm going to take back my CDs today. By the way, I got a box for you. Okay, good. I've cleaned out everything out of my friend's garage mm-hmm. and now yours. So I'm going to be a self-contained unit. I'm getting rid of it all. All right. So it's going to be, I don't know what I'm doing with the CDs. I'll give them to anybody who wants any, but you know. Well, I'll t- then let me take what I, th- then I will take things. Yeah. I will take a couple things before you leave. Yeah. And all if right. I haven't burned them already to, well, I burned, I think all of them to, yeah. to iTunes already, but. So I'm doing that, but I, I went through like what was left of my old photo albums. Mm-hmm. I went down to like, from seven photo albums to four. Now, what do you mean? You threw stuff away or you scanned stuff? Well, I scanned them before, and I don't know why I didn't throw them, like half of them out, because I realized just how useless a lot of these photos were. Yeah. Like really old family ones I kept, mm-hmm. but and that's like one album. And then I had like college and post-college and 90s in Chicago yeah. there, and then from like New York to here. So like what kind of a photo would you throw away? I had like duplicates of a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. I had like even old vacation stuff that I would look at and go, that's just a green field in Ireland that I don't even know where that is. That's, yeah. And I since been back to Ireland and taken better yeah. photos. So of, I don't need, why that's am I like, keeping this? Rita and her friends will take like 30 pictures yeah. when they're hanging out. And I'm like, okay, what, what, say, save the best two yeah. and get rid of them. So I'm just editing. and uh, But I realized that I had none of you so many of all our friends. No pictures but of me. No like hard photo. I have digital ones. You see my fingernails. I'm a vampire. I, I, I don't. I don't photograph. But I, it was interesting because I had stuff in the '90s of John and our old apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, but you were not in any of them. And even when I would come out here and visit in the '90s, we just didn't take pictures. I have photos of uh, Gil Martin and yeah. Dor and all these guys and Schwaba and stuff that when I would see. But I, I never. Why. Yeah, I don't know if you hung out as much. You didn't drink really. No. So maybe you weren't in the bars, and you weren't really in the comedy clubs that much. No, not when I moved out here, no. Right. No. I have no. stuff from like your backyard parties. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Barbecue and stuff. Yeah. So I had- a, I was already uh, yeah. familying it. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny, it was like all my like paper photos stopped at, right at like 2003. Hysterical. And then it's all digital from there. Like in the garage, I found like two of those disposable cameras. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's on these? And do I even care? And do I- do I, do I want to send this in and find out? I don't know what's on it now. If I throw it away, I'll never know. Yeah. What's it going to be? Is it going to be a, you know, a picture of Kennedy getting shot? Is it, you know, is it going to be something, <laughs> something important to the world? No. I don't know. That might be a nice shot of you and Pilar or something from somewhere. But. We have so many nice shots. We have wedding photos. I know. <laughs> what, well, I posted that better. one I took of you two in London. That, that was, was a good that photo. That's already like, what was it, seven, eight years? You said eight years ago. I can't believe that. I know. It's one of those Facebook memory things that came up that day. Yeah, when day. those things pop up, I'm like, what the hell? Eight years. How could that be? I don't know. 
I know, it's flying. It only feels like seven years ago. I know. <laughs> uh, we're doing Power Pop today. This is, uh, I got to say, this, this uh, category was actually really a lot of fun. And this is really Pat's wheelhouse when you think about it. Yeah, and, and yet you loved it. And we, we are also, I'm going to be giving away three copies of Go All the Way, The Literary Appreciation of Power Pop. It's credited to Paul Myers and S.W. Loudon, but it's got uh, a bunch of contributors in here, including our, our friend uh, Dave Holmes. Dave Holmes did a little uh, thing. Yeah, like, like, I, think, like, uh, I think there's a bunch of people that wrote a chapter, and then... Yeah, it's just essays, little small Paul essays. Paul and S.W. Like, curated mm-hmm. everything and, and put it into a cohesive manner. So I will be giving uh, three uh, copies of this away. I've had these for a long time, so that's why I wanted to finally do an episode. These come courtesy of rare bird books so thank you rare bird the hardest part was when people had asked they try to define what power pop is that that is kind of difficult it's kind of difficult to say and somebody described it as the same way they described pornography the supreme court described pornography i can't say what it is but i know it when i see it It, you know it's it's one of those things it's like you know when you hear it yeah because um they say jangly guitars jangly guitars come up a lot and yet cheap trick doesn't have a jangly guitar right uh, the, I think the common thread is like they're shorter songs. They tend to be like just quick three-minute pop songs. Right. Uh, there's not some long noodling guitar solos or anything like that. No ballads. Yeah, true. Which is um, and just fun. It's really kind of just fun. It's just fun music. Yeah. Verse, verse, yeah, like chord, I, bridge, chorus. Mm-hmm. Verse, verse, chorus, bridge, verse. Simplistic. Yeah. But... But sometimes weighty in uh, lyric wise yeah. too. And so the the bands that they've cited as influences always seem to be the same ones coming up. Right. Yeah. And we have them on the list. I think the term power pop, uh, Pete Townsend first coined it back in this. He called it that back in the sixties. What they somebody asked him to describe their sound, and he described the who he said, as power pop. I think this was pre Tommy. Yeah. But you know, but they do cite songs like Pictures of Lily and. Um, Substitute yeah. and things like that. When he said that, when he coined the phrase, was he pissed off and angry? He might have. Might have. <laughs> he's always angry. But it's not, you know, you can pop it. You know, ABBA is pop. You right. know, Sugar Sugar by the Archies is pop. So yeah. I think it's got a little more balls to it. Is and then there's, then there's uh, the term bubblegum, which could yeah. also be the Archies. So That's it's definitely a, the Archies. It's a lot of cross-pollination. Like, I didn't think of, like, the monkeys as power pop. You right. know what I mean? But yet... I guess they could be. They could, yeah. Are they bubblegum, though? Or are they just pop music? I don't know. It's a hard one. It's it's very much like Yacht Rock. It is really hard to... Yeah, you know when you hear you it. You know you when you hear it, but... <laughs> but if Michael McDonald's in it, you know that's uh, it's Yacht, Yacht Rock. Rock. For sure. Speaking of Michael McDonald, I read the Ted Templeman book, who produced, he... Uh, Van H- he produced the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, yeah, he did well, all the Doobie... Great Bro- Mike McDonald stories, and mm-hmm. one of them was, did you know Mike McDonald wrote on a Van Halen song? Yeah, I'll wait. And didn't get any credit. And, and then, it really they, they, pissed they, him off. They and, rectified it then. Oh, did they? Yeah, like well, if I pull out a new CD, it has his name. Okay, now the new ones, yeah. yeah. But he, Ted Templeman was like, hey, I brought him in. And when the when the album came out and he didn't see his name on it, he was like, it really, you know, yeah, cause that, hurt that their album, friendship. Well, and that album sold 10 million copies. Yeah, so and Mike McDonald's He had McDonald's a ton of like, money um, coming to hello. him. Hello. And he said, yeah, it took a while for them to repair that friendship. And then did, wonder if he got back royalties on 10 million sales. I don't know. Or maybe he know. didn't, maybe the money wasn't as important as, hey, I did this. I'm trying to picture him sitting down with David Lee Roth. <laughs> zap, zap, bop, da, boop, doop, zap, dap. 
But I told you that story of like when Ted Templeman first saw the band, he signed Van Halen. He yeah. saw them and he's like, didn't like the singer. That singer is like, ooh, mm, boy, oh not boy. Sure and about he, that guy. And he went, he thought to himself, you know, it'd be great for this band is Sammy Hagar because he produced Montrose's first yeah. album. Yes, he did. He's like, yeah, that guy Sammy Hagar might be that guy might great be for this. <laughs> yeah, and, a little you know, cut to pre- eight years later. The um, yeah, I mean, if you if yeah, if you listen to Van Halen, the thing that jumps out to you, the songs are great, yeah. but the thing that jumps out is that guitar. Yeah. You know, you 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 never. I mean, know. he knew Eddie was a genius, but yeah. he didn't. He's like, boy, I don't know if we can work and, with Dave. And when getting Dave in the studio, they were like, man, they had to do a lot of takes. But he did say, you know, he he was actually kinder to him later on, and he, he it came around on him. He goes, they wouldn't have been as big without Dave, and he understood his importance. Yeah, and he gave him credit and like lyrics and stuff like that. Dave would go off and write these things, yeah. and just like, yeah, he he'd pull it out of his ass sometimes. David Lee Roth is more, uh, he helps your band image-wise. When, when you see a photo of Van Halen and you can't hear that guitar, you just see them, yeah. you go, oh, who's this guy? But he did say something. Once Eddie built 5150 in his own house, yeah. that studio, it was like all discipline went out the window, that he could just sit there all, to, and all then, day. And noodle, so all schedules day long. meant nothing, and then it yeah. was just really hard to record there, you know, because when they booked the outside studios, it's like, hey, we're paying for the time. Let's yeah, get so on it. Let's go, buddy. Yeah. Come on. So when that's in his house, he's like, yeah, we were up till uh, six in the morning. We didn't like, do anything. Yeah. We smoked. Templeman would show up and then he's like, he's still in bed. I'm like, hey, are we going to Hey, work? guys, got an album, right? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. We are, uh, hey, we're going to start out with, uh, we're going to do something different. Before we get into the topic, you want to play a game? Oh, yeah. I like games. Yeah, games I are like fun. I like fun. This is funny because this is, a, you guys, this is a Monday bonus episode. You guys are getting a ton today. You're getting a ton of entertainment. This is bonus? On a Monday. I'm sorry, I'm not famous, and uh, I can't make your regular scheduled the Thursday Look, show. First of all, I'm taking I'm taking Mr. A Rob Halford. After uh, did you listen to that yet? Did and seemed like a very nice man. Very nice. I call him an insightful English gentleman. I, I had a lot of fun talking with him. But didn't I say I said didn't he? Li- I thought he lives in Phoenix, and he turns out he does. He was in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I must have seen that somewhere. So if you're at the local Trader Joe's, say places. hello to. I'm going to go to Phoenix next week. Maybe I'll look him up. Um, you would definitely see him if he was out in oh, public. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know you who he is. Definitely know. Um, apparently, he wears uh, he wears cat t-shirts when he's out in public. He always wears a cat t-shirt because <laughs> he loves cats. <laughs> okay. Now, when I interviewed You love cats, too. You I could do. have bonded over cats. I do. I didn't even bring it up. I went right, I went right <laughs> for the for the music and, and, the, uh, and the LGBTQ stuff. But um, thank you for listening. I always appreciate when you, uh, that you listen. Because you know my jackassery. So when, yeah. you, when you listen and then sometimes you go, hey, that was good. I'm like, oh, that compliment means me, more to me than a stranger. What else do I got to do? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All I'm right. not Christy working. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, I played this game probably, oh my God, eight years ago. And I haven't played it since. A game. Okay. It's a game. This game is called, it's called Boss Jovi. And you know what? We got a theme song. Oh, no. Got a theme song written and recorded by uh, Hob the Troll, Steve O'Dockerson. Here's the theme song. One, two, three, ah! Both are from Jersey, but they're not the same. One is real old, the other's a shame. Throw on your thinking headband, it's time to play. Pretty good. Not bad. I'm fading it down because it goes uh, it goes on a 
Like Pilar said, yeah, and after he says favorite game, boom, stops. I go, no, it goes on for about uh, 20 more minutes. No, that's, that seems... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, that seems long. <laughs> Thank you, Steve-O. I appreciate it. Uh, I wrote those lyrics and then he tweaked them, but I'm going to take most of the credit <laughs> for it. All right, here's what we got, Mike. It's 2020. Bon Jovi and Springsteen both released new albums in October. I was almost going to watch the uh, Springsteen documentary that the new one i'm glad you didn't watch it yet okay uh, springsteen's album is called letter to you it came out october 23rd bon jovi's album is called bon jovi 2020 it came out october 2nd and what i'm gonna do mike is i'm gonna read a lyric oh i guess who and wrote you have it? to yep yeah, okay let me put my readers on and i'll try to read i'll try to be able to read for a change yeah and then you're gonna um if it's about mary i'm gonna go with the boss and if it's about <laughs> johnny i'm gonna go with bon jovi well, they that, both want to leave town. They're both dying true. to leave their small town. Look, I'm going I'm, I'm, to get a pen to keep score. I'm going to see how <laughs> you do. One worked at the, at the steel mill. One worked at the, at the, <laughs> on the dock. On the, dock, on the, dock. On the docks. <laughs> what about car-wise? How's it go? If it's a car, it's Bruce. Oh, right. Well, if it's a horse, it's, it's definitely Bon, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. <laughs> I like this. I like how you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to read the first lyric, and then you're going to tell me. You're going to think about it. All right. I'm going to try to not put any inflection in my voice. Here we go. Bystanders pleaded for mercy as one cop shoved a kid in the crowd. When did a judge and a jury become a badge and a knee? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bon Jovi on that one. Okay, let's find out. Bystanders pleaded for mercy. Is one capture of the kid in the crowd? When did a judge in a jury become a badge and a knee on the streets? That song's, that song's called American Reckoning. Bon Jovi. It's Bon Jovi. That's Bon Jovi. He's doing some kind of an inflection that I'm, I don't know what he's doing, really. I think he's singing the best he can in 2020. Is that it? I think that's what it yeah, is. Oh, boy. Let me see what else I got here. I got pages and pages. Okay, here's one. Wasn't he going like full country for a little while there? A little bit. A little bit. Okay, you're, are you ready for this next one? Sure, I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Maybe someday eyes won't judge you by the bed you're sleeping in. The God you wanted to pray to, or the color of your skin? Bruce. All right, let's find out. A lot of, keeping a lot of balls in the air here. <laughs> Oops. Maybe someday I'll oh, judge you. Shoot. By the bed you're sleeping in. The God you want to pray to. All right. That song's called Let It Rain. God bless uh, John, but in 10 years, we might be hearing a uh, meatloaf kind of sound out of his voice. (laughs) Maybe he'll know when it's time to retire. The skull of your 
Well, let's go. Country. All right. Let me see what else we got now. Um, out of school and out of work. Thrift store jeans and flannel shirts. Lights go down and we face the crowd. The last man standing now. Bon Jovi. All right. Let's find out. you go shoot i'm not doing well with this <laughs> you're one for three that's oh, not bad uh, nah, that's not good they're both from jersey so <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know that it's tough it's tough sometimes uh here we go uh has anyone heard the tales you tell or seen the scars you wear did anyone speak up when you fell does anybody care bruce Come on, Bruce. Well, that was a trick because that's actually White Lion. (laughs) Wow. There you go. That's Little Fighter by White Lion. Are they from Jersey? (laughs) They're not. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think the guitarist is from New York, and uh, I think Mike Tramp, the singer, is from, I don't know. God, we could do that for any of those bands. (laughs) You know, it's like White Line or Rat. I wanted to throw throw something in. It wasn't either one, (laughs) just for the fun of it. All right, here's the next one. Um, Word just came from upstate, Joe. Lower the flag again. This time it's Dayton, southwest Ohio. Last night, El Paso, Texas, counted 22 dead. Uh, Bruce. Word just came upstate Joe. Upstate Joe. Lower the flag again. Song's called Lower the Flag. This time it's Dayton, Southwest Ohio. Here's your way. This Texas County, 22 dead. To dear Texas County, I'm from... Jersey cowboy country. <laughs> what? All right. Let's try another one. I like this so far. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm sucking. Old buckskin jacket you always wore hangs on the back of my bedroom door. Boots and spurs you used to ride click down the hall but never arrive. Okay. Well, there's there's cowboy imagery there, and my first instinct is to go with uh, Bon Jovi, but I'm going to go with Bruce on this one. All right. Ghosts. Hangs on the back of my bedroom door. Who's on the spurs you used to ride? Flip down the hall but never arrive. There you go. Ghosts by Bruce Springsteen. Mike's got two right answers. <laughs> oh, man. What's next here? How many more of these? <laughs> um, a couple more. Are you okay. bored? No, I'm just... You want to try to get it back. You want to try to win. No, okay. I'm going to double uh, down. Well, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Meet me, darling, come Saturday night. Uh, all good souls from near and far will meet in the house of a thousand guitars. Bruce. Let's find out. Well, it's all yeah. right here. 
two in a row from Siegel. Ooh, and I'm getting the hang of it. All good souls from near and far will meet in the house of a thousand guitars. All right. Let's go. Uh, let me see. Let's find another one. Okay. I got your guitar here by the bed, all your favorite records and all the books that you read. And though my soul feels like it's been split at the seams, I'll see you in my dreams. Bon Jovi. All right, let's see. Then I let Mike Siegel borrow and read. Hey, Bruce, how many books you got over there? <laughs> One, two. <laughs> I got a lot of books. Oh, come on. Hold, two, hey, ho. A lot of books. <laughs> I got five Rob Halford books to give away this week. Very excited. Love giving stuff away. Just got to have some good stories. All right. Here we go. Wake up, everybody. Wake up. Morning comes. You do it all again. You know the song. It's on repeat. Found your shoes. Can't find your feet. Mm, let's go with Bon Jovi on that one. Hey. Got one. Yay. Another one. Sounds called Limitless. Hmm. All right. Let's do another one here. Just a couple more, Mike. Then we'll get into Power Pop. Okay. Are you enjoying this game? Yeah, but I'm wondering how long it's going to go. I got 17 more. No, That's it. It seems just a high. A couple more. Down in Southern Alabama, it's yes, sir, no, ma'am, thank you, and please. But don't you step out of line. Don't rewrite or define what it means for a man to take a knee. Mmm. Wow. Bon Jovi. Down into the Hey. It's yes or no, man. Thank you and please. But don't you step out of line. Don't rewrite or define what it means to see a man take a knee. All right. Hmm. All right. How many do you have right now? What's old... Um, what was his guitar player? Richie Sambora. What's he doing these days? Um, retired. He said he has, uh, he has no regrets about leaving the band Bon Jovi. All right. A guy, a friend of the show that I talked to, uh, Joe Reynolds, he thinks Richie Sambora would be a hard guy to work with, and I think uh, John Bon Jovi would be the hard guy to work with. <laughs> you guys decide. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay, got a couple more. Here we go. Tonight, they're shutting down the borders, and they boarded up the schools. Small towns are rolling up their sidewalks. One last paycheck coming through. Bon Jovi. Come. Yeah. Am I 500 yet? Am I 50 50? I'm not sure yet. I'll tell you in a couple more songs. I'm keeping score here. I'm keeping score. I'm just not giving the score till the end. A couple more. I get two more. Oh my God. Okay. The. <laughs> I didn't know there would be homework. <laughs> There's not homework. It's right off the cuff. Okay, here we go. 
Uh, it's a fixed game without any rules, an empty table on a ship of fools. I'm holding hearts. I'll play the pair. Darling, it's just the power of prayer. Bruce. Something about the ship of... Yeah. Sometimes the line is just a little more poetic. Ship of Fools is, just seems like something more Bruce than, yeah. than Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi uh, tends to be a little more on the nose. Yep. I tried to pick ones, though, that would be like, hmm, yeah. that's a little, okay. Bon Jovi one more. seems to have a little less alliteration, I guess. Yeah. Be. You got one more. You ready? Yeah. Well, Sweet Virgin Mary runs the Holy Grail Saloon. Well, for a nickel, she'll give you whiskey and a personally blessed balloon. Bon Jovi. All right. Let's find out. You know what threw me off was the saloon and the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, you tricked me into that one. But then, I walked right into your trap. But then a giveaway would be Mary. Mary, oh, Sweet right. Virgin Mary, you Mary, broke your own rule. The Virgin Mary. Okay, let me tell you, there were there were six six from each album. Okay. And you got one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven. Hey! So I'm going to say you won. That's a. I'd say that's a passing grade. Yeah, I think that's good. Good job. And of course, the uh, you know the you know white line didn't count. <laughs> but um, first of all, I'm going to tell you the uh, the Bruce Springsteen album is really great. Okay. And the Bon Jovi album. Uh, I'm a Bon Jovi fan, so I can't recommend it to everyone. But it did grow on me, even though initially I did not like it. I was like, oh boy. But it did grow on me. But, you uh, saw the Bruce documentary or you didn't? I didn't watch it yet. Okay. It's on like Apple Plus, I believe. Yeah, and we I have Apple Plus, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I started two episodes of the uh, Ted Lasso last night. Okay, we watched the first one and I wasn't all in on it. So, I mean, I follow English football too, so I'm a little okay. more... Uh, but I love I know Jason it. Sudeikis. And his uh, the guy who plays his co-host, Brendan Hunt, mm-hmm. uh, did my podcast way in the early days. Because he had lived uh, in Europe uh, doing improv in Amsterdam for a while. So he he was a big soccer fan, and he did a one-man show about uh, soccer teams over there and he mm-hmm. how he compared them to, like, American teams as, you know, as, as kind of a starter thing. And he helped create these shorts with Jason Sudeikis. Oh, cool. Uh, for, I think it was the last World Cup. And is that what these, uh, That's what these came shows? out of? Okay. And they turned it into a show, yeah. It's amazing. And yeah. so he's, uh, you know... He's co-starring in it, so that's great. So after the second episode, were you all in more? Yeah, it's starting to grow on me. I mean, they, they teased a couple. I kind of know, I have a feel. I know where it's going. Okay. You know where it's going. people tell me it's great. Yeah. And I was like, maybe that's what happens sometimes. When people tell you it's great, you go in yeah. thinking it's going to be great. And then when it's not great immediately, you're just like, well, it's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I, have to, I was going to watch the third one, and then I hit some kind of paywall. Mm. I think it just kind of stopped. It's, I don't know what I got to do. I thought I had Apple Plus, but... Hmm. I have Apple TV, but then it said I had to like sign up for. It might only be six ninety nine a month, so it might be worth it to finish those know. episodes off. I don't know. Power pop, power pop. Um, Finally, I have them in the order. Thirty minutes into the show, we're getting to the top. Thirty four minutes into the show. Is it? We played music though. Okay, it's not like we, we didn't did. play music. We played a game. People <laughs> at home could play along with that game. That's true. I haven't done the um, the reason name, I- that, name that tune either. That's true. And the reason that I did this game is because, in my opinion, 
people slag Bon Jovi, but if Bruce Springsteen was singing those Bon Jovi songs, they'd be touted as genius. People go, oh my God, did you hear Bruce's song about taking a knee? It's like, (laughs) that's Bon Jovi. Ah, boo, on the nose, fuck you. You know what I mean? But Bruce gets a, and Bruce is great, but I, sometimes Bruce gets a pass on some things that I'm trying to picture like Bruce singing, you give love a bad name. And I think he could do it. Johnny used to work on the dock. You give love a bad name. I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna play you the, the the worst Bruce Springsteen lyric ever. Oh no! This is this is when to me, this is what I, this is the one I this is the one I always turn to when people are like Bruce is a genius, and I go listen. To, what, what about this? Listen to this line. You find it. Uh, the song's called Easy Money. This is from 2012. This is this is a very easy lyric, is what I call it. <laughs> Yeah, you got the spinning wheel of death. Oh, no. Come on, play it. Play it. Ever since I upgraded from iTunes to the new thing called Just Music, if a song hadn't been played before, sometimes it takes a second. Hmm. But here we go. You put on your coat, I'll put on my hat. You put out the dog, I'll put out the cat. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> song you co-wrote with elmo <laughs> jesus Ugh. i'll put on my shoes you sing me the blues and the song and the way he's singing put on, like put on his old man voice <laughs> these kids today you have a beer and i'll have some wine come on <laughs> you're looking good and i'm feeling fine, fine. All right, Mike Siegel, what is the first band and first song on your power pop? Well, as a guidance, I use the uh, book Go All the Way. That oh, we just, um, I'm going to give some of those away. Yes, these are, it's, a, <laughs> it's a fun read. But one band that uh, kept coming up, I guess the prime of this was maybe like early 70s and really peaked in the uh, late 70s to early 80s. Okay. And uh, of which some of your bands are always... Name check that sure, I'm sure you'll sure. you'll get to, but one band and one song that always came up was the Raspberries "Go All the Way." Okay, as one that really kind of defined the genre. the book got the title that's right so it's it's the correct one to start with yeah so i thought i'd kick it off with that one so the, the, I, I haven't really done a deep dive on the raspberries though but i heard they were underappreciated for their time and eric carmen went on for solo success sure yeah he had uh, he had some big solo hits all by myself and but a lot more influential to other bands it seems that mm-hmm. that i knew yeah bruce uh, springsteen even cites a, a song called uh, hit record that he loves yeah overnight sensation uh, hit record mm-hmm. uh i i have a song by the raspberries too and this is uh this was uh featured in guardians of the galaxy i want to be with you oh yeah if we were all time, we wouldn't have to be 
Actually, the one you played was featured in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That's the big hit. Yes. This song was covered by more than one group. I think so, too. And had a... Did Sean Cassidy do this or somebody like uh, Life Garrett or somebody like that? I think, um, I th- is this one that Sean, I see, I should know now, but I'll look it up. I'll look it up because it's right here. I got, uh, I got all of my songs and I just look it up. I want to be here. Ohio. That's where they were from. The Raspberries. That's right. Shout out to Ohio. Can't remember. Maybe Cleveland? Toledo? Cleveland rocks. We learned that from Drew Carey's show. Darn right they did. We'll be getting the TV theme songs in a minute. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Did you find it? I did. Oh, nope, nope, nope. This is no, that's not no. Uh, no, I guess this wasn't covered by. I mean, this is this is "I Want to Be with You" by Sean Cassidy. It's a completely different song. Nope. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, sorry. Now yeah, somebody redid it. No. Oh, well. Now, as far as the Raspberries go, I have all their individual albums, but I can highly recommend. There's a, a, a CD called Raspberries Greatest, and it's got 20 songs on it, released through Capitol Records. You have this, and Probably you're set. Plenty. You're set. Yeah. You're good to go. All right. What's your next song, Mike? Uh, the other, the other band that came up more often than anyone was Big Star. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really, you know, it's one of those critics bands that you read about my right. entire life and I never really took a dive in there. And then I went and uh, dug it. Yeah. Did you ever hear any of those? You owned the stuff and I sent you a playlist. You said I'm, I had all the which songs. Which I'm sure you ignored. Well, I did because I have all those songs. I have all the songs. <laughs> yeah, but I curated it for you and cut out the stuff. I know what you'd like and you always I ignore. Still have Whenever it. I, I still take the have time. It. I still have it. Okay. So. Well, so this particular song, uh, number two, was uh, the one most cited of all theirs that really inspired Covered by the Bangles. September Girls, yes. Yeah, here we go. Covered and sang by Michael Steele, I think, in that. And I brought in a second Big Star song, which was like, of all those, my favorite. So this, that, this, was, this, that was the most common one and the most one-sided, but this is of, of theirs. I brought in the one I like the best. And tell me what it is. This is called When My Baby's Beside Me. This one's a good song.
That's a good one. It's a good one. Some ham claps in there. Now let me ask you: When you were listening to Big Star, where did you find? Where did you get this music off of? Did you pull this off of YouTube? YouTube mostly. All right. I have both of these albums in uh, in a remastered, expanded editions. I'll send them. Their to first you. two albums. Their because first they had two three, albums. really. Yeah, I don't. And uh, and all those we said, all three of those were on the Rolling Stone Top Five Hundred. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, generous. Maybe, yeah, maybe one. Yeah, that's why I curated it for you. <laughs> that's right. So I'm going to curate it back to you yeah. with good sounding files. But there is a uh, greatest hits collection as well. My more than yeah. one out there. So yes. people want to like, you know, just grab that too. That's a good one. But yeah, I liked it. And their story, I guess, there's a documentary on Amazon that I haven't watched. Uh, and so but, I think Murray said that's a good doc. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Their story is kind of sad though. It's a little tragic. In some ways, they had one of the main guys uh, died in a car crash. Um, they just did not... They were Stax Records out of Memphis. You know, the soul... And they just kind of ran out of money. And they never promoted it. Yeah. And I think they sold to... After their second album, they sold to Columbia or something. They sold their catalog or something. Sold their lives away, basically. Yeah. And uh, Columbia didn't you know, distribute them either. So they didn't get behind them and, and just died on the vine. But I it seems mean, like all everybody who bought their albums, which is not many, all went on to start bands. Oh, <laughs> you know, if you, a, if between the replacements and REM yeah. and everybody cited... And Trick cites them? The Bangles. Yeah. All these, again, to the Bangles. And I yeah. said Bangles, not Go-Go's. But I'm sure the Go-Go's <laughs> did too. But Even, they all cited them. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Every alternative band in the 80s. All cited them. That's, yeah. That's why uh, whenever... Yeah. And again, Cheap Trick does too. And... It's, uh, yeah, if the record label's not behind you, you're fucked. Right. Yeah. And they there was a, that was a time where you needed to get on the radio and radios had a lot of, radio had a lot of power. They had all the power. This yep. is pre MTV. And if you couldn't get played on the radio, you're dead. You were done. Dead. Just think of all the studio time and all the pressing of albums and photo shoots and you put together, like when I would buy an album, I'm like, there's a lot of work put into this. I don't even know how there's songs on this plastic. I don't even know how Yeah, that I think works. they just crunched the numbers and they just said, you know, the, the money used to promote this, we'd never get back. We'd never get back. So it's like this stuff's not selling now. Yeah. Good luck, fellas. Yeah. It's basically that. We're going to, yeah, they're buying Elton John and Peter Frampton now. Uh, one of my favorite shows that I've recorded in recent years was when I had Doug Figer's sister, Beth Figer Falkenstein, or is it Falkenstein? I should know. I'm sorry, Beth. I love you. Uh, she flew here and we did a remembering Doug Figer episode and uh, she brought her daughter who would be Doug's niece. And um, we had a great time and um, she's, you know, a special person to me now and uh, we still communicate and you can't have a power pop episode without playing the knack. And they are the ones that really, when they describe in the book, the peak of it, when they hit number one, yeah, that was like it the was heyday bad. of power pop. That was like, they capitalized it. And the fact that they crashed so quickly then, was, then, was kind of the demise of it. You know, yeah. that was like, people were like, oh, this is just a flash in the pan. Yeah. And that's too bad because it's, yeah. it's great. And it was hard. Obviously you could pick one of the hits, but I just picked the song that I like from, but the little girls understand this is called, I want you.
awesome. How fun is that? The thing about the neck is, you know, they get uh, lumped in with this, like, maybe soft power pop type music. These guys are amazing musicians. Bruce Gary on the drums sounds killer. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. So Well, they always quote that Burton of Air solo in From My, My Sharona as one of the best guitar solos. I mean... Take that, uh, prog rock. Yeah. <laughs> you and your noodling. <laughs> yeah. Take Get this. it down in a few minutes. Yes. But speaking of like uh, TV shows, mm-hmm. the uh, I don't know if you're going to play this later, your favorite band, Cheap Trick, mm-hmm. I think they recorded Big Star, Back to Big Star, Yes. for that 70s show. Yes. That's the theme of that. In yep. the street. Is in it the in the street? It is. I think it's in the street. In the street. But they, uh, but Out on the street? Tri- Cheap Trick called it something different. Oh, I, I think they just called it that 70s theme. Yeah, they might have. But yeah, yeah, they 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 but covered it for sure. Very few people knew that was Big Star. Yeah. That was a Big Star song. And, yep. But yeah. So anyway, we're going to go to a... Uh, my next group is the uh, a contemporary, an LA contemporary of the Knack. I'm sure they played a lot of the same bills. Yeah. And this is the band that's featured in Valley Girl, the movie with Nick Cage, when they go to the bar and they're jamming out. This is where I first heard this song. This is the Plim Souls with A Million Miles Away. This is a great song. Yeah, that's a great song. Isn't it great? So good. I, like, I wonder what a Plim Souls album's like. I have no idea. Could be the, the could be great favorite and, album of all time. And, yeah, and again, another one of those things. Well, maybe the the label didn't didn't get behind them. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna buy a Plim Souls album this week. <laughs> Plim what Souls. a movie! And then I saw like on you know how they just remake everything now. There's a new Valley Girl movie out oh. there, and I just like I I can't. I refuse. You know it's horrible. still Nicolas Cage's best work. <laughs> He's Nicholas Cage is great in that movie. Great, made him a star. It really did. I can't believe they haven't put Nick Nicholas Cage on like a on a streaming series like uh, uh, you know the show Fargo. They you know every yeah. every season is a self contained ten episodes. Like he would be great on a show like that. You know, as a mob boss or something. He's. He gets a bad rap, but he's when he's good, he's really when good. When he's good, he's good. Yeah. But when he's bad, he's so over the top, so over the top that it's great crazy. to watch. You just chew scenery and... You're never bored. No. <laughs> You're never, never bored. Never. No matter what he's in, you are not bored. <laughs> he doesn't half-ass anything. No. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> he, he, goes to, he goes to 11. I'd watch a Nick Cage series. Maybe people think that and they go, I don't know where he's just too... Too much for a weekly series. What was the... Uh, but a six episode He was great thing. in the movie Kick-Ass as Big Daddy. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> um, all right. I, uh, here's the Cheap Trick song. It, hard to choose one, but I just went with one from their second album, In Color. This is Southern Girls. Illinois. Woo!
hand claps there? Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that's not Yes or Pink Floyd. No. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> Three minutes, you're in, you're out, you have a good time. I still remember the joy of, uh, of discovering Cheap Trick as a, as a ninth grader when Budokan came out. And I was like, well, this is a live album. I didn't really, even though yeah. I Want You to Want Me was live on the radio, I didn't really, you know. Well, in Chicago, of course, we knew about yes, them a little earlier. Sure. So they got a little more airplay. But I don't know if I really knew who they were, like their name until Budokan yeah. either. And I'm, I grew up in Chicago. But buying that album and then realizing, oh, there's three studio albums that predate this. And then going back and buying those. And those are still three of my favorite. I mean, it's just so good. Yeah. Well, that at the same exact time. So we're looking at like, okay, 79, 1980. And I don't know if this, my next pick, apparently Chicago in the Loop, 98 FM, played this song the most. It was like gigantic. And they, I grew up... They made it a hit. They made it a hit. Was it a hit? Did it make it to Pennsylvania, this thing? I don't... I mean... We're talking about the Kings with this beat goes on slash switching to glide. I feel like I... five heard, plus minute. I feel like I heard it at some point in my teen life, but not... Yeah. Not a lot. In Chicago, they played the hell was, out of it. There was no video for it. No, no, no. It was like 1980, so it's pre-MTV. Yeah. They were a one-hit wonder Canadian band. Yeah. And... Uh, there is a YouTube documentary out there on this song, basically on the Just, band. Okay. And uh, how was that? It was interesting. I mean, it was pretty cheaply done because um, it's on YouTube and mm -hmm. I, some guy, some fan shot it, I think. But um, I think they mentioned in it that how, like, Chicago, if the loop hadn't really just jumped on it and it was just big, this yeah. song. And I loved it. And it hit me right at the right age. And it's just fun. So it's two songs combined into one. So I got two different. Music clues. So, okay, so uh, we'll this beat go. The beat goes on and switching to glide. So the first one would be, and then the second cue is like the transition. And you tell me when you want to get to the transit. You tell me when we've heard enough of the first okay. part, and then I will move on the to the transition. The kings, not the kinks. Kings. Yeah, I don't know if that helped them. Yeah. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. I have lots of friends that I can gig at any time. Could mobilize some laughs with just one call. Like a fun deluded twitch will actually way fast on. She will be rocking till our strength is gone. Yeah, this weekend's all on. And on, and on, and on. Okay, I'm going to take it to your next cue. I just like that. That's a fun organ though. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Is it possible that I heard switching to glide, but not this beat goes Some on? Some places... Because I know I, I've heard I, I, switching I've to had, glide. I've seen it where they split it, 
where yeah. they cut it into two songs, but it does. It's not as effective. It's not as good. I mean, because it's a f- over five minutes when put yeah. together. Yes, so. it is. I think maybe DJs liked it too because they could go take a leak <laughs> while it was going. Yeah, but the break makes it not drag. You know, it's like two songs, and it's just you know yeah. you're in the whole way, and it's just like it was great. They nailed it once, and maybe that's all you need sometimes. The lead guy's still touring on it. <laughs> locally, yeah. you know, but he's still making a living. What's his name? Chad Barrett from yeah. The Kings, live <laughs> right. at the, the Cubby Bear. Play that song! <laughs> I'll close with it. And I'll open with it. When uh, Patti Smythe uh, was on the show, um, she was saying that uh, they play they play The Warrior right in the middle of the set. Because she says, I don't want to open it with it, but I don't want to make people wait for it. She goes, yeah, so we put it, she goes, we put it right in the middle. And I said, that's a good idea. I go, if you don't, if you don't put it in the middle, everyone knows what you're ending with. What is she open with? Goodbye to you? No. What do you close with? Good, I, goodbye I would, to you is one of them. I would have right? to look at the set list. I don't know. I, I, I love it all, so I'm not a good person. Those are the two big ones, right? Yeah. Goodbye to you. Love's got a line on you. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. He's got some good songs. Um, I, have a, I, have a, I have a secret link for the new Thin Lizzy documentary, if you want me to email that to Oh, you. yeah. Uh, I've put it out there into the airwaves, but I'm not giving it to everyone. I'm going to let my, Mike's my producer and co-host. He might actually <laughs> co-host the, that episode with me, and you need to see it for research, Mike. I like it. Thin Lizzie. Wink, wink. Um, brand new, only available in the uh, in the in the UK right now. Oh, I don't even okay. know if it's coming here. Just released. All right, this next band is Gin Blossoms. Okay, I brought one of them. Well, well I don't need to play it then if you play that song. I'm going to play. I got it at the end, so you can we can play this one. Well, I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play a twofer because they're known for their first album. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 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 what's it, what's the first album called? I don't remember. It's <laughs> You're asking me. I don't. I mean, uh, the new miserable experience. Okay. And then congratulations. I'm sorry. And then uh, many years of nothing. And then they release an album in 2006. I just want to shine a light on their other albums because people only really know the first two albums. So 2006. They have an album called Major Lodge Victory, and this is one of my favorite songs by them. This is called Learning the Hard Way. Should have queued it up. Way to go, Pat. That's Learning the Hard Way. Did you ever hear that song before? No, I never have. I like it. It's a good song. Yeah, they're a great band. Did the uh, singer pass away? No. No, no. The guitar player, one of the guitar players from the first album passed away, but he might have passed away maybe before that album was released. And a lot of people put a lot of uh, 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 credibility in just that guy, but they made four other albums since that guy, and I like all their albums. Uh, This is from 2010. This one is queued up. The album's called No Chocolate Cake. And this song is called Don't Change For Me. You know I can't 
can't pretend it's not an accident. I have become somebody else. Yeah. And then they had an album out in 2018 called Mixed Reality, and that album's good too. So don't uh, don't think that the Jim Blossoms are just, uh, you know, a couple of hit wonders. Have, they, uh, they have you seen them live? Yes, I have. I never have. I've told this story a million times, but uh, that's where Rita's name came from. It came from Mrs. Rita. Oh, right. We just heard it on the radio, and I'm like, Rita's kind of a cool name. People are like, it is. No one has that name. And then when I, when I saw them live, I, I met them afterwards because, you know, nerd. And, uh, <laughs> and I told him that story and he signed a guitar pick to Rita. Oh, that's nice. And I gave it to her. She's like, that's great. And then just threw it in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> All right, you're up. All right, I'm going to keep it in Chicago. We got these uh, post-2000s now. Yeah. Okay, go. We've had three, guys, three songs now post-2000s. Yeah, this is, uh, these guys, are uh, they embrace the power pop thing all together. And they make the best videos. They make the coolest videos. And this is the first one that kind of put them on the map. And the cool one they did with the treadmills this is, uh, here it goes again. This is fun. This is Okay, Go. Okay, Go. Keeping the flag flying yeah. <laughs> for power pop. That's fun. Okay, go. Pilar just uh, texted me. She wants to. She just made cream of broccoli soup. She wants to know if you want to want some cream of broccoli. Oh, soup. that sounds lovely. Do you want some? Sure. Okay. Well, not now. And we're working. Well, she said she wanted to. She was going to bring you it. Tell up. that woman to keep it hot. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. When, when you you're talking about the soup, right? Nope. <laughs> no, I am not. Uh, I was telling her. After we are... You tell her to dead. put on something nice and then come up here and serve it. You said you wanted it I'm afterward. <laughs> you got to make up your mind. <laughs> I sound like Regis Philbin. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. This guy. Okay, moving on. Now, I put on the Twitter uh, page, uh, what are some of your favorite power pop bands or songs? And a lot of people listed some things. So uh, I chose some things from that list. Some bands or some songs or maybe... You know, I they chose the band and I chose the this song. This is the special bonus episode. Why yeah. not? But this is from 2000. The band is called Sar, T S A R. Okay. And this song is called Kathy Fong is the Bomb. <laughs>
definitely power pop. I love that. Yeah. That's uh, uh, when you said their name, I think they might be in the book. I somewhere. think they probably are. I think they are. I looked, uh, the problem with this book, it doesn't have an index. I like an index in a book. Oh, right. Cause I, I, I just picked it up myself to see if it was in the back. But when you said it, I was like, I, I just remember reading that their name somewhere. Yep. That's a good one. Can't what year was that? That was 2000. Okay. So yeah, you say, okay, but let me remind you that's 20 years ago. I know. Isn't that bizarre? <laughs> How old were you in 2000? How old were you 20 years ago? 52? 53? No, how dare you? What? How old are you? I was 33, yeah. Thir- that's, yes, no, that's what I meant. Yeah. 30, 33, <laughs> not 53. You're 53 now. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. I know. All right. Time keeps moving on. Last, yesterday in the car, uh, when I drove Rita to her friends, I played Alice Cooper. We're listening to Alice Cooper because it's Halloween. She's like, okay. And you're dressed like him. Yeah, and I was dressed like him. She goes, okay. <laughs> so the song 18 came up. I go, in two years, you'll be able to sing this song. She goes, oh, I don't even want to be 18. That's what she said. She goes, I don't, I, I like being 16. I said, I don't want you to be 18 either because when you're 18, I'm 58. And then I just started, and, I, and I started, I'm like, when you're 20, I'm 60. And when you're 30, I'm 70. Yeah. And then I said, and when you're 40, I'm dead. I said, and she's like, <laughs> no. I go, okay, maybe not. But when you're 50, <laughs> I go, definitely when you're 60, I'm, forget oh, wow. it. I'm not 100, honey. I'm definitely not 100. Um, Gosh, it's so crazy. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun talk on Halloween. That was morbid talk on Halloween. <laughs> All right, next up, I know this song. Yeah, this is one whose song title probably wouldn't get uh, printed today, even though it's not uh, anti- it might it get printed seem- today. Would it? It might not have got printed. It might not have been something like in the past 10 years. But I think today, like this, the term queer is not yeah. negative. No. I mean, especially when used, you know, the the community themselves use it quite yes, often. Right. So. And it's, I mean, it's, it's not uh, Don Rick was saying a couple of queers in the back. Right. <laughs> and this is one of those songs that they, they'll play at a lot of the their bars, yep. you know, late yeah, at night yeah, yeah. and their parties. So. The Go-Go's did the cover of this song? Yeah, this is Johnny Are You Queer by Josie Cotton. Again, early uh, 80s LA scene. Yep. Hey Johnny, what's the deal, boy? Is your this is not the copy I gave Really? You, never hold me you didn't send me a copy. That's right. Is this a remaster? I don't know. I just bought it today. It's been redone. You think this is a cover? It's still Josie Cotton, though. Yeah. Not the original, folks. Might have been the only one available on iTunes, which is weird. Some fishy stuff going on. Yeah, see? All right. Sorry not to throw down the real one for you. That's okay. It's still a good song. Yeah. But uh, I think we ran into one of those things where they redid it for copyright purposes and they can use it and get all the money themselves. Because a lot of people were clamoring for Johnny Are You Queer to use in their ad. Movies. (laughs) Movies. Movies. You're right. right. Uh, Uh, Kathy Valentine mentions in the book because she wrote Vacation. And she got the main credit, I think, on uh, vacation. Yeah, for the Go Go. Yeah, she and brought she's that like, to them. You know that song is just like, you know, it has helped me out over the years for you know because they use it in commercials yep. and some movies and just like thank God. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> the, but but arguing over writing credits is what helped break up the band. Yeah, because Charlotte and Jane were making the so much more money. 
Yeah, and, and, and then Kathy and Gina and Belinda yeah, were and not. Especially when Belinda's like the main face of the thing and I know, kind then, of the takeoff star, you know, breakout and, star. And then when she leaves, so even though she's not writing the song, she holds all the cards because when she leaves, she can go tour and play go-go songs and solo songs. Yeah. And she did have a good solo career. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Kathy is the, like the, Kathy and Gina are kind of like the odd man out, you know, even even though Kathy wrote songs too. Ah, drugs and songwriting credits yeah. broke up that fucking band. And jealousy. And jealousy. And youth. I mean, you forget, you know, in your 20s, you make a lot of dumb decisions. I mean, <laughs> think back. Were yeah. you thinking really clear back nope. then? I mean, nope. just, you know, throw drugs on top of it. And you're like, yeah, maybe we, we could have handled that better. I must have been thinking clear, though, because I didn't have drugs in my system. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I didn't take any photos of it. I learned that. Yeah. Here's another band that people uh, cited on the Twitter band's called Candy. The song is called Whatever Happened to Fun. Candy. And I've got nothing to I need something new but no one ever calls Now I've got nowhere to go So I turn on a TV show Whatever happened to fun? Be honest, though. Fun's still here. You have fun all the time, don't you? Don't you? No, no. you, you live a fun life. About four years ago, it got less fun. Well, <laughs> by the time this airs, maybe it'll be getting fun again. Can I tell you, um, we're recording this, what, two days before the election? Yeah, and this won't drop until uh, a week after the election. So five months ago, I was in this very, I was out by the pool, yeah. we were recording, yeah. and then a riot happened, <laughs> I think it was May 31st, mm-hmm. uh, in Santa Monica, right by my house. Yeah. They ended up going a block from my house, and it was really bad. Yeah. And as I'm driving here today, there's the, the Walgreens on Lincoln, and, and they boarded it up. They boarded it up. They've already, and there's there's a couple businesses on Main Street in Santa Monica already. This week, I saw them boarding up their windows. Oh, look, folks, which I, as this I've been is the saying, saddest thing. I mean, it just like hit me in the gut. Like yeah. God, uh, and it's so funny because people are going to be hearing this after the fact. We don't even know who won the I election. Know. I just keep telling people, expect the worst, hope for the best, because I mean. That's all you can do. All you but, can do is vote. Yeah. Um, but just to see that, just like, is this going to be, uh, we could, you know, just every, every month we get, you know, board them back up. Okay. So Buy a plywood company is what I'm saying out there, who, everyone. I mean, is, is there going to be rioting no matter who wins? I don't know. I no. Mean, I mean, why I would think, there, there shouldn't be rioting for the election? Sorry. I think it would have to be more about if they feel that it wasn't legit. That's where anger comes from. If people don't think, because the vote is all we have, Mm -hmm. and if they think that that is being taken away and being cheated out of them, then that's... Then you have nothing. That's something to stand for, though. That's something to write. I mean, because without it, we got nothing. Then then it's not a democracy anymore. Well, at our age, we're not rioting. Well, (laughs) (laughs) we're worried. I might be pushed to it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, protesting, yeah. Protesting, yes. I'm not putting my foot through many windows, but I no. mean, but we're comfortable, you know. People mm-hmm. who aren't, 
that's when it happens. You know, there's no point in history where one percent owning and controlling everything has worked out. No. <laughs> you know, eventually people go. You know, okay, bricks are starting to go through the windows. You know, you. I'll throw Arab, a brick. An Arab Spring doesn't happen because people are wealthy and comfortable. You right. know, and, and yeah, they're poor. You know, so um, when you got nothing to lose, yeah, that's true. Turn it over. Well, let's hope that we can have a, a a peaceful election, and you know, no matter who wins, you know, I'll I'll either be happy or mad, or yeah. sad. I guess more sad, but uh, but you know what? You just <laughs> just think, I you still got to get up and do and feed your uh, your kids. Or, you do. Well, you still got to get up. You're leaving. I'm out of here. Well, no one's going to take us now. No, we can't go. But I am taking off. I'm going to try to black out on on political talk. Sorry. I kind of want to... uh, I'm going to go to Joshua Tree and sit in the desert on Tuesday. I've already voted. uh, And my vote was counted. I got my email. So was mine. So was Pilar. So was Ezra's. So so what are you going to do? I, 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 agree I don't plan on sitting around all night and watching to see what... Watching the map turn blue and red. 5,000 people in... Florida and Pennsylvania and Ohio decide. Oh, my home state's gonna. Yeah, bring it. What a system! Great system. Ah, oh, would yeah. you go? Would you go popular vote? Yeah, for that. Yeah, for president, it should yes. be popular vote. One person, one vote. That's just that just seems fair. Yes, it seems because the fair. Senate's not representative. Right. The Congress has been gerrymandered to the goddamn. You know, it doesn't not, doesn't represent anything anymore the districts are ridiculous steve we're gonna political talk sting but yeah sorry <laughs> it's I'll fine. we can cut this out i'm not gonna cut it out but everywhere i go we're around the world about, we're talking about they, um, they, i have to answer the same three questions social ramifications same three questions about america i've gotten asked every country around the world that they even people that like america mm-hmm. that they can't understand about this country one is the guns right two is the um uh, healthcare. Yeah. And three is the electoral college. They're like, wait a minute, the guy who doesn't, guy who gets the popular vote doesn't win? <laughs> it's like, yeah, right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. And you can't, I'm done explaining it. I'm just like, yeah, we don't, yeah, that's the way it is. Some yeah. old guys drew it up 250 years ago and with 13 states and it's still, we use it. Still the thing. Can't change it apparently. <laughs> and yeah, so that, that kind of shit. That's so those tough. are the same three things that I always have that they just cannot figure out about America. Really? Kids get well, we, sh- shot in school with an automatic weapon by a crazy person? You can't just like ban crazy people from buying them? No. No. no! It's in the, Freedom. It's in the thing. <laughs> it's um, in the thing. Uh, what's your next happy, fun, pop, yeah, poppy let's bring it song? It's my last Chicago connection. This uh, I knew some people who went to uh, high school with the lead singer of this band who sadly... Sadly, passed away on suicide with depression. How do you, um, how do you play fun pop music and then you kill yourself? Well, again, I mean, so the band is Material Issue, and I recommend you. I think I've recommended you take a little dive into them. You have, and it's your you'd love it. It's your kind of music. I don't know why I haven't. And uh, but they were at a time where I think there was just again the Nirvana wave and mm-hmm. everything else. They just could not. Maybe they got one video on. Um, 120 minutes, yeah. maybe, and something like that, but they just never 1994. took off. But this is a song called The Very Good Thing. Material Issue. Do you remember the time when I remember the time like a boyhood nursery rhyme? Just a 
That's a great song. Isn't it great? Is that album good? I haven't heard the... Yeah, it is good. All right, it does. Their, their hit was Valerie Loves Me. All right. That was the one, the video that they played, but that's... I almost played that one, because, but uh, this is one I like better. That's fun. Since you were talking about the, the Go-Go's today, uh, not only will I give away the three uh, Go All The Way books, the fourth winner will win a paperback copy of Belinda's Lips Unsealed, which uh, this was gifted to me from a listener, Dan McBride, and he goes, yeah, pass it along to some listeners. And I own it, hardback version, so I'll give that away too. That'll be the fourth prize. That'll be the bronze. Crazy Paths, everything must go. Is that the bronze? No. Yeah, third is bronze. That's fourth. What's fourth? Plastic. That's (laughs) a plastic prize. That's a plastic. Everything must go. Well, I don't need it. I've got it. He knows that. He's fine with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now this next one, yeah, this is Power Pop. And this is a guy we've seen in concert. You bothered him in, in a drunk for not playing the song you wanted? Oh, Marshall Crenshaw. Marshall Crenshaw from his... Uh, yeah, was I, I was in the bathroom. Uh, did you play my favorite song? With you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. It. Oh. Because I might have missed it. and uh, Didn't play it, sir. Yeah, but you know, that's like one of your most popular... Did you... Yeah, just left it off the set list tonight. Sorry. Could you go back up there? Change it Change it every night, Please. Sir. I <laughs> waited. <laughs> uh, we were in the Troubadour in a green room... Type. I didn't even know they had such a thing in the Troubadour. All of a sudden, I'm in the <laughs> is secret... Is it a green room, or is it more of a balcony, kind of like a... It was closed off. You had to okay, walk through yeah. a door. All right. This is I'll Do Anything. I gotta send a message Gotta send it to your heart Like the bass. they not get this guy across in 1982 how could they not get him through to radio especially something like uh, someday some way or whenever you're on my mind they should have been big hits someday some way it went to number 39 so it's top 40 and that's that's his that's his highest charting song yeah i think i read the liner note somewhere what he said when whenever you're on my mind he's like if that's not if that doesn't get on Air player. I don't know why that's not a hit. Yeah. He said it himself. He's like, I don't know why. I, I don't know what I got to do. I know. Produced by <laughs> that, that song was produced by Steve Lillywhite whenever you're, oh. I mean, I just don't get it. Such a great song. Yeah. That, yeah, I was in, the, I missed it. Did you play that? I, tonight? I didn't. Uh, the America whenever wouldn't make it a hit, my... so I'm not making it a hit either. <laughs> yeah, you, Marshall, I was in the back. Maybe <laughs> I didn't hear it back there. How many drinks did you have? Oh, probably a few. Did we drink free because we were up in that secret room? I don't remember being in the secret room. Was I? Yeah, we were oh, oh, that must have had a. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember. An open bar, yeah, yeah must have, you must have been loaded. I don't even. <laughs> you don't even remember being there. What's your next song? This is a band that's uh, name checked a lot in the book. This is the Dwight Twilly band. 
And this is their biggest hit. It's two guys on the album covers, which yes, the guy which, who's not Twilly must be pissed. He was, I think, that helped break him up because, uh, and he died, I think. Oh, here uh, we go. On. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Jim something? I can't remember. I don't know. I know Dwight Twilly. <laughs> exactly. Like some record company executive said, you know, we're going to, ch- or some a manager said, we got to change the name of the band. And they're like from Oklahoma or something. And Dwight Twilly doesn't roll off the tongue. I know. I, they, they said management asked him to change the name. Right. I got to think Dwight maybe been a little part of that. <laughs> hey, what do we call the Dwight Twilly band? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I love it. The other guy's like, um, what? I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. That's why uh, I asked Patty Smythe about the second Scandal album is 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 Scandal featuring Patty Smythe. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, that can't go over well. She goes, well, first of all, featuring. She goes, it sounds like I'm not on the whole album either. <laughs> right. I go, yeah, it should have been like uh, starring Patty Smythe. She goes, yeah, that. She goes, none of his, the record label did that. None of the band knew that the album was coming out like that okay. until it was out, and they were like, what the hell? She the goes, other option is. Uh, Patty Smythe and Scandal. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but or, she was fine with just having it being called Scandal. She goes, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, and people knew who she was. Yeah. Dwight uh, Twilly. Dwight Twilly, I'm on fire. 1975. Tom Petty, big fan of this band. Yeah, I can see that. And there's a video of... I can hear Petty covering this. Absolutely. Yeah. Bye. There's video of um, Petty backing up the band and playing with them on a, on a TV show is on the, YouTube. Is, and they're, they're playing Twilly Don't Mind, which is a song I almost... Kind of like a... Not really a hit, but... One of their better known songs. Is that when Tom Petty was a thing or was he just young and not dis- undiscovered? Um, that's a good question. If you, you can find it on YouTube, it's, it, I want to say it's a Canadian TV show or All something. Right. And they're lip syncing, obviously, but the drummer, <laughs> not Dwight Twilly, is singing. Huh. So, yeah. That's weird. Jim, Jim Palmer, I think All right. his name was. But, um, but yeah, um, Petty's in the background like playing bass. <laughs> And they're lip syncing the whole thing, but he's playing, you know, and it's like, oh, that's Tom Petty back there. So I think he was he was known. He was yeah. might have been first album Tom Petty, but yeah. yeah. I think he either maybe produced them or helped sign them or or I don't know, something. Yeah, he must have had something. He had a connection or yeah, or wrote some songs, but all right. Well, speaking of sad stories, my next song is from Badfinger. Oh. By the way, if you're, There's a documentary. if you're a casual Badfinger fan, there's a nice collection called Badfinger Timeless, the musical legacy. Came out on Apple Capital. It's got uh, 16 songs. It's a, uh, if you're casual, it's like that Raspberries one. Get those yeah, two get the greatest hits. set. Bad Finger, big in the book as well. Yep. And this is no matter what. Yeah. you 
if the raspberries did this, it would be perfect as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Knack actually did a version of this. I'm going to pivot right now to the Knack. got two more versions of this. You ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. This is uh, Tommy Shaw and Jack Blades. Oh, boy. Again, Influence. The album's called Influence that oh, this yeah. comes off of. Another, I got a fourth version, <laughs> and I'm going to let you guess who this is. Okay. Oh, and now actually I have two more versions. No matter what you are. That's Mark Cohen oh. fe- featuring Amy Mann. Always be with you. Although I don't know where Amy Mann is. She'll be on later on. Amy, get in, get in the booth here, please. <laughs> she does the second verse? Maybe. Let's see if she comes in now. No matter nope. what. All right, you, you guess this band. Ready? Yeah. All right. Spinning. Me. Nope, that's not it. Here. No matter what you are, I will always be with you. Cheap trip. A group, not a not a solo. It's a group. This band would love to Armageddon it. Oh, Def Leppard. Def Leppard. <laughs> See, that's anyone, pretty on the money uh, cover. Anybody can record that song, and it sounds good. It's a good song. A good song's a good song. As Great Ted song. Templeman said, when he the band was worried about putting covers out there, he's like, "Look, you record a hit song, you're already halfway there, that's, because that's, people, okay. it's proven that the song is good. Yeah, it was already a hit, so." You might have a hit with it. When Van Halen brought... The Diver Down was almost half covers. Yeah. Or mostly covers. But, but uh, yeah, just their their uh, their version of uh, You Really Got Me exactly. is just... Uh, it's a great song. And yeah. I think when I saw the Kinks, Kinks once, Ray introduced it as a, uh, as a, as a Van Halen song. Because next <laughs> we're going to do a Van Halen song. What's up for you? Oh, okay. We're back to Jersey. Speaking of hey. Bruce and the boss... The band that uh, Murray and I have been forcing on you for uh, 12 years that you refuse to listen to. I have it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen. The Smithereens. Oh my God. Let me write it down. Jesus. I have two other albums in my iTunes. Yeah, I just okay. haven't listened. Yeah, you're busy listening to the so many 2020 people. Asia uh, reissue. People send me so much music, it's, it's overwhelming. Like, I'll never be able to... There's so many songs in my iTunes, I would never be able to listen to them before I die. I know. People say that. I, have, I say that about... Uh, Netflix and some. Have you seen that thing? No, there's a billion it's things. A billion things. Oh, yeah, sure. Sing me on the street We will 
Okay, if it's safe to go to concerts when these guys come back through town with Marshall Crenshaw fronting, you want to go? Yeah, I'd go with that. I'll get free tickets to that, no problem. No problem, I can get free tickets to that. I can harass Marshall Crenshaw no, again? You've got to be on your hey, best behavior. Hey, could you behavior. play no. whenever you're on my mind? I think they only play one Marshall song. I think they play all Smithereen songs. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so there you go. So Rock and Peace, Pat Denizio? Denizio? Pat Denizio. Denizio. Yeah. Now, this is, this is a song that I think is power pop, but maybe people will say it's not. But this is, a, this is the Bay City Rollers. Okay. We might be in the bubble gum. A it's a rock and roll love letter. Oh, yeah. I love this song. These kids are words I make them want to be with you. This guy's still alive. Oh, yeah. Thinking about getting him on the show. That'd be great. Does not look the way he used to look. None of us do. We're doing better than this guy. Wow, I haven't heard that in a long time yeah. since it was blasting out of my sister's bedroom. <laughs> Oh, this is, you're saying this is a teenage girl music. Well, she had the posters. Yeah. I didn't. True. It was, she had the Tiger Beat magazine and the whole, whole deal. I get it. And there were ridiculous tartan <laughs> outfit, culotte pants. and the, Yeah, uh, the pants were like, uh, they were like flood pants. Yeah. They were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's culottes. They, look, they were like, they look. Oh, terrible. This next band is another band that everyone wants me to get into. And I've listened to all their albums. I own all the albums. They're in my iTunes. I own every single one. And you had a whole show about them. I had a guys. whole show about them with Carly Anderson. That's right. And I, liked all the, and I liked all the songs I heard, but I just don't know why I'm still not all in on them. They're so in love with Big Star, they, they recorded a song called Alex Chilton. We played it. Uh, we, yes. We'll be playing it uh, tomorrow on the bonus episode. And, That's a name check song. Yes. And I didn't bring that one, but I did bring um, probably one of their last hits, maybe their biggest hit. I don't know. Close, but this is I'll Be You All right. off Don't Tell a Soul in 89, which is almost a Westerberg solo album. See, this sounds great to me. Yeah, it is. If it's just a game, then we'll hold hands just the same. Reminds me of the Goo Goo Dolls a little, too. Dare you? Let me ask you, when, when, is, when do you know it's over for a rock band when they release a Christmas album or when they release an album with, a, with an orchestra? Oh. Um, I'm going to go with the orchestra. All right. All right. They're both a country album. That's when you really... Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, let's release a country album. All right. <laughs> but uh, Goo Goo Dolls have a uh, Christmas album coming out next okay. month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's my next one? Oh, this is a this group's been named a ton. Also, this is Fastball. Oh yeah, it's from two thousand, the harsh light of day. I picked the song that I like called "You're an Ocean." Total power pop thing. Yeah. 
I love the vocals out front like this. Good tune. Three minutes and eighteen I almost, seconds. I almost put fastball on my list. I forgot. Yeah. What would your song have been? Um, I don't know. They had a few of them. Them and uh, I don't know if you brought these guys in, but Jet was another one that I, I think have, maybe would. I don't have Jet on my list. Fill the bill. Would you put the Strokes in there too? Maybe. Possibly. Uh, they were on Saturday like Night Live that. last night. There was that stretch there in the early 2000s with the strokes and the hives mm-hmm. and those kind of things were kind of like taking up the mantle again. Yep. But I wouldn't put like Oasis in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like Oasis. Again, I know I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a fan? Not really. You just don't like the Liam Gallagher, do you? Or either of them. You don't like either Gallagher. I have a bunch of their music here. I've listened to it. It just it doesn't grab me. No, I get it. That's okay. You're free to... It's hard uh, to get into everything. I know. If you I get know. into everything, you, you got to have something that you don't like. Otherwise, you're just <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I, I love it. Yeah. You like yeah. Iron Maiden? Love it. Love it. Like Sean Cassidy? Love, love it. it. Can't yeah. like it all. Um, okay, well, this is... I'm going to bring it up into the 2000s as well. This is like a fun kind of throwback song that was a hit from Jimmy Eat World. This is the middle. And every time I hear it, I... Uh, I sing along to it. I rock out. Okay, Less than three you. minutes. Let's do it. I feel like drums are going to kick in. Hey, don't write yourself off yet. It's only in your head to feel left out or look down on. Just try your best. Try everything you can. And don't you worry what they tell themselves. like we've been recording a long time, but we've only been recording for 90 minutes right now. Well, we did a half hour of nonsense. We're playing a, a lot game of music. Show. Playing a lot of music. Yeah, we are. It's a game show you won, and the prize is <laughs> you get some broccoli soup. But how fun are all these songs? These are They're great all songs. Great. This is a fun one to do. Uh, this is a great workout playlist. Yeah, this is going to get you on the treadmill. Yeah. This uh, next band was recommended, or the song was uh, suggested, I should say, by... Uh, friend of mine, Kevin Hartbarger. This is a band called The Records, and this song is called Starry Eyes. To the chorus, guys. Get me out of your 
There you go. Did you ever hear that song before? No. Who's that? The Records. The Records. I like that. Yeah, that was good. How old is that? Um, I have 1988. Whoa. Okay. That's four, fun. Four minutes and 24 seconds. Maybe a little long records. <laughs> well, you Easy. know. Maybe they have a long Burton of Air uh, type solo. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. <laughs> we'll call them the long players. All right. What's next for you? Uh, this is another guy who was name checked a lot in the book and had his style as being kind of like heavily influenced by them. He's done covers yep. of a lot of these bands and this is Matthew Sweet. He's been eating a lot of sweets. Oh boy. He's, he's a big fella. Big fella. I've been waiting. A lot of jangle, a lot of jangle yeah. in those guitars. Very birds-like. Birds are another band that's name-checked a lot. A little bit of the pub rock guys, Nick yep. Lowe, Elvis Costello. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's where you can get some of the crossover. Where you yeah, know, the pub rock can sound a little bit sometimes like your power pop. I also have a Matthew Sweet song. It's a song I've always loved from 1995. This is sick of myself. Susanna Hoffs would do another one of those under the covers albums. They did the 60s, 70s, and 80s. What if they tackled some of that 90s grunge stuff, but acoustically? <laughs> yeah, I think that would all work. Yeah, pop it up a little bit. All those albums are fun. Yeah, plus they could cover like, uh, you know, Gin Blossoms and Counting Crows. And, sure. And, uh, Blues Traveler and all those 90s bands of that ilk. Ilk. Your next one? Oh, right. Oh, back to Jersey. My last Jersey entry. This is a guy rocking peace. We lost to COVID, one of the big losses, another big loss to yeah. COVID. This is uh, Adam Schlesinger and uh, Fountains of Wayne, who would, he, this guy could just write a great three minute songs pop are song. Fun. They're all fun. Yeah. So, this is one of my favorites off my favorite album of theirs, Welcome Interstate Managers, is Little Red Light. Still come and I'm still alone And the little 
Big black Japanese cordless phone. phone. <laughs> cordless phone. You don't have a landline in your apartment? No, I don't. Ah, oh, those guys were good. What a loss. That sucks. Yeah. Sucks. We lost Toots since I've been here. Yes. Toots from Toots Just since you got here today, he died? <laughs> no, he died a couple weeks ago. But this week we lost uh, a couple country guys. Jerry Jeff Walker. Yep. And uh, another guy, which is tough. They're dropping, man. They're dropping. And we just lost... Uh, then I see this next song I'm going to play. I don't know if it's uh, if you consider it power pop or not. But if it's, if we don't consider it power pop... Then we'll just consider it a uh, we'll just consider it a, a, a rock and peace to uh, Tony Lewis, lead singer of the Outfield. Do you consider the Outfield? I don't know. Let me play it. I'll play oh, it anyway. Okay. This is this is from their second album called Bangin', right? Bangin'. Yeah. Right? Okay. Right. Sure. I get it. This is since you've been gone. What do you think? Maybe. Yeah, kind of. Maybe it's the production. Yeah, they lose me in the chorus, though, for Poppy. All right. But I'm thinking of 80s tight power pop. Okay. The guys I think about, I mean, I think more of like. This is actually the chorus here. I get it. I just wanted to slip it in, see what you thought. Yeah, I mean, it's close. I think of bands like, uh, well, one of my favorite bands I didn't bring in, uh, Squeeze. You didn't bring a Squeeze song? I did not, but I did bring in these guys. We go down under. It's close to Squeeze. Yeah. My other, one of my other favorite bands uh, from the uh, Crowded House version. This is Split Ends. Neil Finn and the Boys. They're big hit. That's all I want. This is more Tim Finn's band, though, isn't it? Split Ends? Well, Tim Finn started it, and then Neil joined later, okay. which was a good move. <laughs> we still got to do hey, that squeeze what episode. My, what do you, you say we let my little brother in? Yeah, the guy with all the songs and the talent? Yeah, let, let, we'll take him. Yeah, you, me, and uh, Courtney Cronin still have to do that uh, squeeze episode. Turn it up. Oh yeah, Courtney's got all the details on these. She's a friends of the ends. She's in one of those. Oh really? Yeah. That's the fan club. Of the Split Ends fan club. Oh, my gosh. Friends of the Ends. She's all in. She's all in. Um, here's a band I don't, I don't like that much. Okay. I don't, I don't like them that much. I do like this song. This is, uh, I believe this is Power Pop because they got the Rickenbacker guitars. This is uh, the Romantics. Yes, they're fully in this genre. This is one in a million. I love this song. Okay. I almost brought them. Which song were you going to bring? The one no, talking in your no, talking in your sleep. I like. I like that too. I'm sick of uh, what I like about you. Yeah. 
but it's totally power pop. Yeah. A lot of people consider, like, yeah, these guys are name-checked a lot in the book as well. Okay. The Romantics and then the Cars as well. Yeah, that's New Wave to me, the Cars. It's a fine line there. New Wave is was just, like, punk with a glossy sheen and actual, like, tunes. A little, little more keyboard, maybe, and fun. makes it New Wave. Yeah. All right. That's why I would think it would, like, if you deep dive on the on the replacements... You'll like the later albums, which are more. Uh, those are the ones I like better. Of course, the, the earlier yeah. albums I was because like, you're not in. They're pretty shambolic, punk kind of loud. Yeah, that's but not, I do. That's like, not really your your jam. Yeah, because even we, you know, we we talk in the who was I talked to the other day that uh, we did an episode about the Mud Club. The Mud Club. The Mud Club. Okay, from in New York. The, the actual club. Yeah, the actual club. Like artists that played at the Mud Club. Yeah, yeah, okay. And we were talking about how, you know, I like the Ramones, but they're not like, they're not like now when you listen to them. They're not down and dirty, really. They're, it's it's almost like sock hop music. Yeah, they were taking old 60s, yeah. you know. Grooves and and, uh, and making it punk. But, um, all right, uh, whose turn is it? Me, I just got one more. This that, is my last one. You got one. two more. Well, we already did, my last one was the Jim Blossoms. Okay. So we, we, we played enough of them. Okay. It's and, a good song, uh, co-written by uh, Marshall Crenshaw, that song. Oh, is it? Well, we can play it if you want. You, you want to do the play out with it? No, I have something for the play out. Okay. From, yeah, I'll just play it. From the Empire Records soundtrack, till I hear it from you. It's a great song. It is a yeah. great song. How is this not a number one song? <laughs> Guy's voice, Robin Wilson. I just love his voice. When Marshall Crenshaw was on my show, I had asked him if he had, uh, I, I had heard that he was asked to pen some songs for um, That Thing You Do. And, okay. And he said, yeah. And, and then I think on my show, maybe- We talked like, about this. That he said he didn't really try. Right. And Adam Schlesinger got it. Yeah. Who wrote the song. The, yeah. That he Thing got You Do. It. Yeah. And Marshall Crenshaw said, yeah, I wish I would have worked a little I harder. I wish I would have tried a little bit more. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Um, so what, should I play my last one that I didn't? I got a couple and then we'll come back to yours. Okay. This one I don't know about, so I don't know if I'm going to play it. Beat So Lonely by Charlie Sexton. Yeah, I remember that one. You think that's power pop? Yeah, Charlie Sexton in the Kathy Valentine book. What I'll about tell him? you the story. Okay.
That's a great song, though. Yeah. It's so lonely. You're counting it. You count I'll, it. I'll put it in. All right. Charlie Sexton was a guy that was like, he should have been much bigger. He was like 17. He was, was like a kid. Yeah, and uh, great looking, talented, just should have been bigger. What's the story with him and Kathy? So Charlie Sexton's a Texas guy and mm-hmm. Kathy Valentine's from Texas Austin. Texas gal, yeah. Texas gal. So she knew everybody in that scene, you know, the Vaughn brothers and all that mm-hmm. came up with them, all those guys. But so after the, like the- Jimmy, go-go's- Jimmy Vaughn and his brother, what was his brother's uh, name? Stevie, uh, Scotty. I forget. And uh, so after the Go-Go's broke up, it was like the late 80s or something, mm-hmm. and Charlie Sexton was out visiting and like a girlfriend of hers was out and they like she kind of set him up and stuff like that. So they're all staying at her house in the hills okay. just above sunset. And there was like a home invasion. They were all tied up. What? They yeah. They got robbed and like it was really traumatic. So they all had wow. and they went and stayed at hotels. She could never go back to that house. They all had, so they like PTSD from gotta read that book. I gotta read all these books. Yeah. <laughs> See what do you're giving away all this gold here. How long how long does it take you to read one of these rock? It depends on how much. Some of them are quick, easy reads. Like, like some the, of them uh, are Neil Young's book. Yeah, that one was a slog. Um, but these were these were all pretty easy. Like the Valentine book. That was an easy read. I read that the was, first two chapters. That that was easy. That one took me like four or five days. Four or five days. Just reading it before bed. You know, just in bed usually. Why I don't have? Why do I feel like I don't have? I stay up later though than you. You probably yeah. fall asleep after like two sentences. I probably yeah. I get it, reading makes me sleepy. Most people. What do Let's I need to, to bed. do? What do I need to do? Sit up in a sit up straight in a chair outside? Yeah, you know. Or, Maybe I read better that way. Yeah. Can you read with music, or do you get distracted by the music? I cannot read with music. That's, yeah, that's another thing. That's a hard thing for a lot of. Can people you do, do it? I can with music. I can. Uh, I can't write with music, like writing anything. Oh, I, no, I can write with music, but you I can? can't. Yes, yes. No, it I can't. gets me. Uh, can you write with the TV on? No, because I'm because then I'm looking, looking over there. It, but no, I'm like, over there. But no, music definitely I write can write with. You can, yeah. Uh, no, I uh, no, unless it's like classical or something with no words. You know, I'll I'll start singing along to something and no, in I, my head. I got I'm, two. I got two months to finish my screenplay that I started at the beginning of the year. You did? Yeah, I'm fifty-five pages in. Those fifty-five were like this, and then. Um, if only there was like a screenwriting teacher in the house who could help out with me. Well, with- no, she gives me, she gives me, uh, she's read it along the way and she gives me notes and she, the first, first 25, I think she gutted like 10 pages, which was like, <laughs> and I just did it though. I said, all right, I'm going to take, I'm gonna get whatever notes you give me, I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to take them. So, and that's rough when you're, cause then I'm like, oh, so I don't have 25 pages. I have 15. Yeah, I know. But- all right. But it, no, it's. You've been actually does. productive during quarantine. I've been productive during for quarantine. You. Still editing the uplift doc, people. <laughs> I'm editing photo albums. You writing a script. Well, what is that getting me? I got nothing. But I am taking back all my garbage out of your that's house, so that's good. I wanted to be... Cre- Look, I had a lot of goals for 2020. <laughs> Get in no, shape. So did I. And do we the- all did. We all had plans. Yeah. So uh, And some of them have continued. And then this, I was super productive on the podcast. Yeah. And um, No, you're putting out a lot of... Content. You put a lot yeah. of stuff out there and, you know, you can write. Writing is something you can do under quarantine. Yep. Well, that's actually one, the best thing you could do under yep. quarantine. Well, that's one of the reasons why um, uh, at the end of November through after uh, the new January 1st, I'm taking a break from the Monday bonus episodes because I do need to constant. And, you know, it's the holiday, so it's going to be shopping. Give yourself a break. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to. I never thought it was going to last. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll do bonus episodes for two months, three months. You're putting a lot of stuff out there. I know. 
and it's. Uh, I'm still oh, doing every you. other, every That's other good. week. That's plenty for me. Yeah, on mine. That's plenty. <laughs> Got soap in my eye today. When was the last time you had soap in your eye? Soap? No. Soap. It's been a while. It's been shower. a long time. You knew what this? Well, I was washing Bathing? my face. I've, it uh, is quarantine. You don't need to bathe as much. I uh, I shaved for the first time yesterday in five months. Like shave clean. I Are haven't you been kidding. Clean. Yeah, I've just been trimming it down. Okay. And uh, and man, I feel so much better clean shaven. Like I'm like oh, you feel I, cleaner, I, right? Totally, so much yeah, cleaner. I, I can't get past like the itchy face neck thing. Yeah. I feel like I'm gathering all this dust and crap yeah, on my like, face. Yeah, like I told people, I go, I feel like so much cleaner since I just shaved it off. Yeah, so. now you start waxing those nuts, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> those get a shave too. Those Clean up the shave. garden down. Do a little, little, little gardening downstairs, nice friend. For the, for the ladies. For the when ladies. I, presentable. When I say ladies, I mean singular. Uh, <laughs> what does? Uh, but yeah, I got soap in my eye, and it drives me insane. Yeah, it'll be hurting for a day or two. I have this. Um, I have this uh, Neutrogena. It, it's a it's a microdermabrasion mechanism, and you put a pad on there. It's like a, it's almost like a disc sander, and that's what I clean my uh, like face with. Like you clean dishes with? You could clean probably dishes with this, but I've <laughs> cleaning my face with that for years. So, yeah, and your eyeballs apparently, from what I'm eyeballs. hearing. Well, and then I had that Alice Cooper makeup on yesterday, and I cleaned it all off, but it was in my eyebrows, so my eyebrows were like jet black, and people are like, "You gotta clean your eyebrows." <laughs> I really can't take you seriously when you point to your face and all your oh, nails are black. I know it just looks so weird. It's looks stupid. Yeah, I can't what wait for everybody to bust your balls tonight at, at poker. poker. I'm gonna look at. Okay, <laughs> what are the jokes gonna be? I don't it's know. Gonna, I'll, I'll come up with a few they'll before probably, on the drive home. They'll probably sing that Josie Cotton song. <laughs> um, I just beat so lonely. You have one more. Yes, the band we've one of the bands we've been talking about all night, and yeah. these guys, you know, this group apparently, you know, another one who would cite Big Star and everybody else's I, all their influences. And man, do I love this song! And this so is a great much. song. This I is my it. favorite Bangle song. This is in your room. Got this album autographed on the wall somewhere. Where is it? Where is it? Is it behind you? Maybe. Maybe I'm sitting in front yeah, of it. I think you're sitting right in front of it, but it's up there. Where is it? Who stole my album? <laughs> okay, maybe it's not. Well, it's autographed. It's somewhere. Okay, here we go. In your room. There it is. That's yeah. Susanna. Oh. So good. Fun. I like the Bangles better than the Go-Go's. I really do. I do. Yeah, I like their albums better. Song for Bangles song. Bangles have more to choose from. Yeah, if you if you pit me song for song, it's going to be pretty dead even. But album, the albums, I like the Bangles albums way better. It's funny. In the, and so I've, now you've given me the Kathy Valentine's and Belinda's biographies. Yes. And reading them both, they both agreed on the same thing on how like, Instead of taking a break and really writing good new songs yeah. for their, their follow-up album, that they rushed vacation out, that they never should have put it out. Yeah. It's like, why were we... No, and they had these like, 
working with these producers and they told them like you know, maybe these covers of something might be good and no, we have our own songs and they slap together songs. It was Girls that, don't have songs. That classic sophomore thing where it's like, you know, all the good songs went on the first album. Yeah. You know, you got 10 years to write the first album and one to write the second. That they, They're like, we should have waited. We should have, there was no big rush to yeah. put it out. Or, but, And we could have turned longer on that one album, their yeah. first album. They could have, yeah. So they both agreed on that. Let's get with it. Were there, were there many discrepancies between the two things? Well, they both have different views of the breakup. Yeah. You know, Kathy was like, yeah, Gina and I got called to the to a boardroom. <laughs> yes. And they're sitting with their with their new manager. And you're like, oh. Saying they just like the yeah, the band's over. And you know, Ooh. Kathy and Gina were like, huh? Huh? What? <laughs> they just got back from like Rock and Rio. Yeah. They had just replaced Jane on you know with a new I didn't know they replaced Jane until the Go Go's documentary. Yeah, and then Kathy took over the guitar. Yeah, so that's she started on guitar. guitar that was right. her thing. Yeah, and they both told the story of like they mentioned the documentary when Kathy joined. She had to learn their songs in three days and just went yep. on a three day coke bender and <laughs> learned all the songs. Kathy's band learned to play bass. She had to learn how to play bass. Kathy has a band called the Blue Bonnets. They have like three or four albums, and that band is great. Yeah, and Kathy plays guitar in that band, and uh, that's what she said. She's a guitarist, so it's like she, I, she's so good. I had to learn to play bass when she ran yeah. into Charlotte at a. At a uh, like a New Year's in the whiskey, some festival they went to go see X or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, was playing for New Year's Eve, and they're like, "Hey, we need uh, our bass player can't oh, do this." Oh yeah, I can do that. It's two yeah. less strings. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Give me some coke. I got to learn these songs." Three days later, hey, learned them. But yeah, it was interesting how they just and of course Belinda has a different idea of of course of the breakup. Uh, of course. <laughs> Uh, this is a song I've played many, 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 many times on the show. It's from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. The band is called oh, yeah. The Ravens, and it's called Raised on Radio. Ah, oh, it's a great song. Is this another only soundtrack? You can only get it on the soundtrack? It was on their first album, but a different version. This is a different, there's a different version from their album and this, but yeah, this version's only on. Brad's washing the car. Yeah. The cruising vessel? <laughs> I gotta watch that movie again. I haven't seen it oh, forever. That's great. I found it on Amazon. It's on Stars. Bud. Okay, and then this band didn't record another album until 2014, and that album is called History Repeats Itself, and this is the title track from that. Just five more payments, gentlemen, and this car is mine. <laughs> hey! Did you hear that song today on your radio? Sounds good, right? Yeah. Sounds a lot like something from 15 years ago. The Ravens, R-A-V-Y-N-S. Were they in an L.A. band too, like hanging out with the Plim Souls and 
Now, I don't know <laughs> where they come Josie from. Cotton and everybody else I around that time. I assume that they might be an L.A. band if they're on the Fast Times at Ridgemont High soundtrack, yeah. which is my favorite soundtrack of all time. I say that all the time. I don't Valley care. Girl, great soundtrack. I don't know that there was ever, was there ever a soundtrack album released for Valley Girl, though? Oh, yeah. There was? Look it up. I'm sure there was. I, I'll take your word for it. Or people can, <laughs> please, at uh, Funny Mike. Yeah. No, you at yeah, Pat. No, at Funny Mike, he nope. said it. Rock All right. Solid Show. So let's do some promoting, and then I'm going to tell you what we're doing for the play out. Okay. I got nothing to promote. Well, Travel Tales Podcast, my dry bar comedy special. Go yeah. up. You can see both those things. and Like you on Facebook, follow you on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, all that stuff. Rocksolidpodcast.com, uh, at Rock Solid Show on Twitter, uh, patreon.com forward slash rocksolidpodcast. Don't be a deadbeat. Go in for two bucks. That's my new, that's my new way. Don't be a to, deadbeat. That's my new way to pitch That's it. a nice way to ask. Uh, well, this was great. Uh, we're at uh, exactly two hours right now. All right. We're going to go seven minutes longer. You and I will turn the mics down. Uh, when a friend of the show, uh, Jeff Holmes... Heard that we were doing a power pop episode. He like was emailing me like, oh, I love his favorite type of music and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, Jeff, since you're so enthusiastic about this topic, why don't you pick three songs and record three intros and I'll sprinkle them throughout the show. It'll be all like, almost like you're virtually hosting for three songs. What Jeff did was he chunked together a whole seven minute and 11 seconds almost like a dissertation of his favorite. And he's got song he put clips. put in some work. He's got song clips mixed in and everything. And I said, I'm just going to close the show out with this. Okay. And he's like, you don't even have to play it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you did all this work. We're playing it. So thank you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go have some broccoli soup. Oh, that sounds delicious. And the rest of you can enjoy a, a nice seven minute and 11 second helping of Jeff Holmes. Let's, let's hear a little Thanks, bit of Pat, it. Thanks, Pat, for letting me be a part of the Power Pop episode. Uh, I'm going to play a couple of new songs, a couple of old songs. Uh, of course, Jellyfish being the all-time greatest Power Pop band. And uh, if you don't think so, I will fight you. I know you gave me strict rules to only play a few, so I guess I'm not going to get to Coward. Head Automatica. Beating hearts, baby. Baby, is this love for real? Let me in your arms to feel the beating of your heart, baby. The beating of your heart, baby. Wish I could play some Marvelous 3. I was checked in by four, put the sign on the door. Looked out the window on the 17th floor. Talk to the city that knows me by name and all the bad things that I do. I definitely don't have time to play the androids. Pink is cute, but still a baby. And she talks with attitude. She has some spunk for a young lady. But what I'd really like to do, I'd rather do it with Madonna. I'm going to start off with an artist called Blue, B-L-E-U, and he has four or five albums, but he's also produced and written songs for a lot of pop stars, and this is just a sample of what he can do. I've got a new record. A brand new record? A new record just for you. 
It's got new directions. Nude erections? Not that kind of nude. It's got bells and whistles and shits and giggles and pretty little melodies. I've got a new record. A brand new record and it's just for not think it's power pop but wait for the next one and i think you'll get what i'm going for i don't think there's anything better than a power pop anthem and blue writes good ones here's one called boston i was born in green bay grew up in va i moved out to la I don't have an accent And I no longer pay rent But I met all my best friends In the hub of the universe I don't need a reason And I don't need a season I consider it treason To judge someone by their city of birth so now I'm going to play another obscure one from a band called Czar, T-S-A-R, and it's called Calling All Destroyers, and I love this thing. All the fads and all the kids of business have come to this. I'm the planet of rock and roll, and then the poppers, they're all right. I got the stoppers on their side. easily play 81 more songs but I know uh, you'd fade me up so here is a couple of classics or at least I think they're classics one is by the band Sweet and it's called Action Here's an old classic that people forget about. It's by a band called Spies, and it's called She Can't Wait. She 
So thanks for the time, Pat, and party pop on.